You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Love on Time. Featuring in-depth discussion on dating and relationships. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Love on Time. Uh, uh, I'm about to uh. drop it real quick like I usually do. Hi, Matt. <laughs> What's up, guys? It is Love on Top here on Black Hollywood Live, and we are bringing you some spice once again. I am your host, Spicy Mari, and I'm joined here today with the fabulous and handsome Kevin, my co-host, always making sure that he keeps things uh, down to earth with my uh, spice. At- <laughs> Give me the male perspective, right? Exactly. That's what I'm here for, to mild out your Caliente spice. <laughs> All right. Well, today we have a special guest for you, Tuco, who is an amazing artist and is going to give us his inside tip and his perspective as far as an artist is concerned on Love on Top. All right. So welcome, Tuco. Yay! Thank you for joining us on Love on Top today. No problem. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) We're excited to have you. So you know it gets a little hot and heavy and steamy on Love on Top. Okay. So we have we have have some pretty you know taboo topics that we're not afraid Uh, to cover. So (laughs) so as long as you're ready to dive in, we're gonna get right to it. Okay. All right. Let's make sure the AC is on for Tuco. Uh So if your mom is watching this, just you know send her a disclaimer text like. (laughs) Right. This is this is R rated. X-rated almost show. Oh, here we go. (laughs) So we always start off talking about uh, Hollywood hotties doing the naughty. Okay. And today's uh, Hollywood hotties that are getting special limelight are Carrie Washington and her husband Namdi. And you say Namdi's name better than I do, Kevin. Namdi Asumga. (laughs) Namdi Asumga? Yes, Namdi Asumga. We're we're from the same African tribe. (laughs) (laughs) Namdi is Nigerian. But yeah, and he actually is a friend of mine from college. We went to Cal together. And he has uh, been oh so blessed to have been able to impregnate Carrie Washington. Hold up, hold up. Spicy, I had to stop stop for one second. He was blessed before that because he's playing (laughs) for the San Francisco 49ers. Yes, go 49ers. Go Niners. Sorry. All right. Back to what you were doing, Spicy. Well, Namdi and Carrie have been uh, together for a while now, and they secretly got married. And Carrie Washington has been dealing with a little bit of speculation as far as uh, her visibility and her relationship is concerned, because we haven't really seen her in intimate settings with men until recently. She's starting to get a little bit more public with Namdi, who is currently her husband, who she's secretly married. Uh, but wow. she is pregnant right now. And so there was lots of speculation that she was a lesbian for the longest. And so oh. she's just... Now, that would be a damn shame if she was. <laughs> I, seriously. you know, That I'm, is news to me. I've never heard that rumor. Yes, there wow. was speculation. And I don't know what it was about <laughs> her character, but there was an article that came out on People's Magazine that was saying that... Uh, that she is very confident with her sexuality, very mm-hmm. in love with her husband, and she doesn't care about the rumors one bit. When people don't have anything to say, they automatically start speculating mm-hmm. and throw out, you know, any uh, sexuality or lesbian rumors that they can. And right. so, for the record, 
she's straight and she's in love and she's pregnant by Namdi. <laughs> well, I guess the good news is if if someone starts speculating you're gay, then that knows that you made it that in means Hollywood. You made it exactly. <laughs> now I haven't had any lesbian rumors yet, so that means I still got to work. You got to work. You got to you got to work it up a little <laughs> bit. Yes, you do. I'm gonna have to like put out a sex tape or something in order to speed this process up. Just you know? kiss a girl at a club. <laughs> right. Instagram exactly. It. That yeah. is I'm true. I'm gonna have to post something like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the photographer. Just let me know when y'all want this to go down and. <laughs> I, I would totally take you up on that offer. <laughs> well, I wanted to get, I want to start off with not just, uh, talking about our Hollywood hotties doing the naughty, but also get into music and how that influences us, your, your sexual desires hmm. and sexuality as well. And Tuko, you make music for a living. Like this is right. your passion, right? Yes, very much so. How do you get inspired by the music and like what does sex have to do with it? Does it play a part at all? You know what? I think um you have to think about things that I guess are kind of sexy. Even if you are if you're writing a record, it's about love. You know, even love is you know associated with sex. You know what I mean? It's something very sensual about music when you make it and you're doing something that you want people to connect to. You know what I mean? So, sex. Everybody loves sex, unfortunately or fortunately. Everybody <laughs> loves sex. Everybody <laughs> loves sex. So, you know, if you're making something that's sexy, I think it, it's important. That's how you connect with people. You know, sex sells. Well, I'm just curious. Kind of like uh, what Spicy said, when you do when you do uh, record these sexy songs, like for okay. example, when an actor is getting ready for a play or to do a film role, they get in character. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they they get in the character's mind. Man. Right. So, do you have sex right before you record the song? Just get in that kind of thing, you know? You know what? I think it's always good to have a, it's good to have a fresh reference. A fresh sexual reference. Wow. When you write a song, because honestly, if you're trying to talk about that topic, you need something to refer to. You know what I mean? Like you really do like have to have something emotionally that you connect to so people could connect with it as well. Cause if you don't connect, you're making up a story about some sexual encounter. Mm. People aren't going to connect with that. You know what mm. I mean? It has so to be genuine. Everything that you sing about, uh, is pretty much true. Good question. In some way, shape, or fashion, it's something either I, I've experienced, or it's something um, I like to I like to stick with what I experience, or it's something that I feel that other people really connect to. You know what I mean? Something I've witnessed enough of towards that people are gonna connect, and you're telling somebody else's story. You now, know how I mean? does that work if you're writing for somebody else? Um, because it's not their experience now, and they're singing or performing it through your eyes. Right, right. Well, I mean, there are times where you're in the studio working with an artist and they're telling you their life right now, telling you what they're going through, telling you what they're experiencing. And you can really put that into music when you're not doing it. I think you have to just bet on that. Other people feel like you do. You know what I mean? <laughs> you kind of got to speak for the people and can't speak so specifically for the, the artist. And because that's who we're all trying to reach in anyway. So right. yeah, that's what I, I, I try and do anyway. So like, this is really, really, really amazing that you have come from, you know, this background of music. You uh, recently just created your music video mm-hmm. and your video is hot. Thank okay. You. And mm-hmm. the reason why it's so amazing is because I'm watching the video and it's extremely creative. Now, we're going to show the video. We're awesome. going to play yes. it for you. Yes. And I need to know where you got this idea from because the way that it 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 introduces you and introduces the, even the creators um, of the video. Mm-hmm. And then you're so swagged out in this video. <laughs> like, you're gr- I, like, who would have thought that you could dance, too? Right, right. Yeah. You know what's so interesting is, like, 
when we were putting this video together, you were, we were working with choreographers and I had to kind of explain to them like, you know, I'm rapping in this song, but I don't necessarily consider myself a full time rapper. Like I sing. That's what I've always wanted to do. That's been my, you know, my aspirations. So I have to kind of sit them down and like let them know that I'm very involved in the choreography. I wanted to look a certain way. I want to feel a certain way. And so that was an interesting like adventure in itself. But the video, um, I, I love simple things. Okay. Period. I wanted something that was black and white. I was inspired by um, a video by my sister's group back in the day, Doggy's Angels. They had a song called Please Believe It. Okay. And uh, yeah, they had a song called Please Believe It. And the video was like a behind the scenes of their music video. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was directed by Paul Hunter and Diane Martell, who I love as far as video directors. And so I kind of wanted to pay homage to my sister because she really inspired me. You know what I mean? So I thought it'd be a cool way to pay homage to her, do something simple, something I like, and kind of flip their concept and make it more of a uh, uh, behind-the-scenes photo shoot and go for the photo shoot vibe instead of the video. So just kind of keep it simple. I wanted to. I, I love little twists. I love subtle subtleties that are different. Like you know? I totally feel like you captured that, though. Thank you. you, you thank know, you. So now can we add? So you are a. A musician, an artist, right, right, a rapper now, and mm -hmm. a uh, a dancer now too. Can we add uh, dancer to <laughs> dancer to the mix? I I will say that I like to dance. I don't know what the future will bring. Do, I don't know if I I'll be up there busting rappers that can dance. Like you know, I you were really MC doing, Hammer. He was really doing right. some two step it up. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa, can we play that video for for uh, our That's audience so that, that they can yeah. see how fabulous Tugo is? I mean, because I was really impressed. I was like, wait, now I thought he was an R&B artist, and he's also a producer. Like, you, you wear several different hats. Yeah, I like to be involved with everything. Okay, everything. this is the video right here. Get a nigga high like coffee and donate That's the proceeds me. to profit your pocket. <laughs> Pretty nigga lost it. Cool got nauseous. Running like a faucet. It's part of the process. I guess confessing you got me stressing. Put you on my to-do list. Confucius made me do it. Now you may think I'm loony. Look how cool you look. <laughs> <laughs> I try and be true to me. I like things that are kind of cool and laid back. So, you know. I love this chorus. Thank you. Thank you. Now, what part did you play as far as writing this song? Um, I wrote the majority of it. Uh, and I had my friend Danny Roots come in because I wanted a female perspective in it as well. But I kind of wanted her to be a little swagged out as far as like saying, I'm going to put you on a payroll girl. And I felt like she was the right person who could pull that off visually and on the record. Um, so I had the record. Oh Watch. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be to, in there. He's about to bust it out in a second too. Yeah, so I had her come in and she couple she she changed a couple of lines, but uh, ultimately, yeah, I brought the majority of the record. I love her voice; it complements the song so well with you. Thank you, thank you. She's gorgeous too. Yeah. Now, do people compare you to Andre Three Thousand? I've been getting that. I have. Um, that's an honor because I think he's he's my one of my favorite rappers oh, of yeah. all time, definitely. It's Donya G. He's a producer. I'm about to be in the next video. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You said it. I'm gonna hold you to that too. 
but that was just you know a little taste a little mm-hmm. taste of you know what your what your uh, video entails but do you have any other videos or projects that are coming up yes actually like uh, a couple weekends ago we shot a video for my next record called Prince I can we can curse on this yes you can curse Prince shit <laughs> well, it's Prince shit I'll say that proudly now um, we have I have a record called Prince shit on my project and it's a very like it's kind of the antithesis of payroll in a sense it's, it's, it's a little more intimate it's a little more sensual and it's me singing more so um so we just shot that video which is going to be really cool it's going to be simple as well i love performance videos so it's that and i wanted to incorporate a bit of a like african vibe in it so you have to kind of stay tuned and see yeah motherland (laughs) motherland you know some dancers in there as well so you kind of have to stay tuned for what that will be but it's definitely an african vibe and it's a real sensual record i like it so is most of your music uh pretty much dancing type of music you want people to sway their hips or drop it like it's hot (laughs) or is most of your music like get it wet in the bedroom tongue you down Well, I, I would say that most of my music, I kind of make it with the intention of people listening to it, like almost by themselves sometimes, because I want people to have an introspective experience when they listen to my records, because I'm a very introspective person. I'm a very observational person. So I like to put in things that make people think, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And um that's what I kind of set the tone for. You know, every you have to like realize where your music fits Mm. you know i know i won't always be in the club you know this record could be in the club i feel personally you know but i know the overall vibe of my project is going to be something that you listen to and it kind of makes you think hopefully it inspires you get you through things you know self-discovery is ultimately what i want to project in my music for people to kind of discover you know now what would you classify your genre as i classify it as urban it's urban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so, in a group. We did a lot. We did like pop alternative. We had music that sounded like the monkeys. We had music oh, wow. that sounded, they called it, they compared us to like black IPs and like no doubt. It was a lot of different things. Yeah, so. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. Some good comparisons though. Right? It was, yeah, yeah, we've been good. I've, I've been getting good comparisons so far. So I'm, <laughs> I'm happy about that. But, um, I call my stuff urban. The stuff I do on my, my own is, I definitely consider it urban. So urban is just anything that I guess, relates to urban audiences right like, right uh, or embodies that r&b mm-hmm. hip-hop um i don't know what, yeah whatever those things are right exactly what is urban folk like you know what we're we're, we're used to so mm-hmm. i i consider it urban for the most part it's gonna be some weird eccentricities in there because oh. i'm an eccentric person but <laughs> say that word again eccentricity eccentricity yes i'm gonna have to look that word up when i get home <laughs> right <laughs> I'm thinking it comes from the root word eccentric. Exactly. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. I'm a bit of ding, an eccentric ding. person. He's smart too, guys. Okay. He's teaching spicy Mahdi vocabulary I read, over here. I'm going to start using that word. I'm about to tweet that out right now. All right. Get, let's get back to the good stuff. Yes, back yes. to sex, okay? Okay, yeah. Why is it, because I know all, both of you guys, or at least everyone should have some type of timestamp of a song that takes you back to a lover or someone you were in a relationship with or a moment that you shared with a partner. Why is it that music is able to do that for us? How How is it that it's able to take us back in time? You know what I think it is? I think because people get it on when they're young and you have to play music to make sure you don't disturb like maybe your brother or your sister. 
<laughs> so you make your little mix CDs and you try and bump those, turn them up, and people you try and hope that people don't know what's going on. But those are probably your first experiences to some songs. So it you takes know? you it takes you back to that moment when you were sneaking. You yeah, were you were sneaking. You were creeping. Those are like the moments that you cherish, I guess. You know, which is funny because you know when you hear somebody that's in the room with someone of the opposite sex and they have R. Kelly blazing on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else do you think they're doing in there? You know? <laughs> you know? Bible study or you, it's like obviously we know what they're doing, but right, <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly right it's like i'd rather you hear r kelly than hear you know either one of us in the room so okay. even though you know <laughs> so, so you say you a loud you, person we don't want to hear the no, moans and groans <laughs> <laughs> right. right. talk to us a little bit about artists that you feel like have inspired your sound um i'm a huge fan of david bowie okay which some people might find that interesting that is very interesting i wouldn't have guessed I, that really? yeah i love i love david bowie if you dig deep into what he's done he's done everything it's like you, he has like this endless catalog of music that you can just dive into whenever you want to just discover anything. He's already done it. You know what I mean? So I'm a huge fan of David Bowie. I love Missy and Tim Milan. Those are like, that's like my. Oh, those are like classics. Yeah, that's like my. He's one of the greatest beat maker ever. Who are you telling? One of what? the best booty popping, bouncing on that ass. Like, yeah. he make every, every single song they come out with, it makes you just want to like, you know, pop that thing and look back at it. Exactly. <laughs> and it was always so different, but people were able to get into it. That's what I love about what they did. Yeah. Well, the thing with Timberland to me, he was an innovator. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when he started, you know, making songs with Baby Crying on the Hook mm-hmm. and, you know, all of these just <laughs> random sounds just thrown together, right. but yet people caught on. Right, you know? right, right, yeah. I mean, that's, that. it changed music. They definitely changed mm-hmm. music because when you listen to the stuff they did back in like 1996 and you listen to what else was out at 1996, yes. like, wow, right? this sounds completely different right. from everything else. You know what I mean? But everybody loved it. Aaliyah. Yeah, Genuine, exactly. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time classics. hearing One in a Million, I was yes. like, what is this? I heard crickets <laughs> in the song. And I'm like, <laughs> right? I borrowed my cousin's tape, like her cassette tape. Um, and took it home and wrote down the lyrics to the One in a Million song, like rewinding it and pressing play and then writing wow. down the lyrics. So it's, and it's still, a, a it's still amazing that. to listen to till his day. Yeah. Exactly. It's classic. Exactly. It's exactly. timeless. And exactly. you're hoping to achieve that sound as well, right? Definitely. I want something that, that has soul in it, that, that um, sounds different, you know, but something that you sounds different, but something that you can relate to as well it's palatable as i like to say mm-hmm. i like to use that word palatable another word to look up for those <laughs> that are paying attention <laughs> all right we're gonna have just that te- vocabulary keep taking word. notes right right, right. <laughs> well, just dictionary. Th- things that are familiar but new at the same time and that's what i think they were kind of achieving because they definitely had soul in the music that they did it was very soulful you know what i mean if you just kind of strip some of the things down you're like wow this sounds like a soul record you know somebody could have sung back in the day like Mavis staples or somebody but they they added all these crazy things that made it really cool one thing that we always say about our show love on top is that there's nothing better in life than being in love and being on top of your career mm-hmm. and on top of your partner in the bedroom okay? <laughs> Top five songs. <laughs> Unless you're okay. a bottom guy. It depends. <laughs> Unless you know. you're a bottom guy. <laughs> Actually, that can be perceived another way. So keep, 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 keep going. Bottom, bottom. Go okay, we have dirty minds over here. Okay, right, I, right, I warned you. I warned you. Top five songs that get you in the mood. If you if you could choose. Ooh. I know Genuine and Timberland got to be on there somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what's crazy is my first favorite song ever is Knocking the Boots by H-Town. Ooh. Ooh, that is one. my first favorite song. I even though I was young, I don't know. I don't know what the case was, but that was Body my first rockin 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 the boots. Boots. Exactly. You can't go wrong with that. So I have to throw that in there. I have to throw in um 
who else would be in there? You know, maybe genuine. Of course, he's throwing some genuine. He has records like sure. Pony, or I mean, that's that'd be really so going anxious. On. Oh, Pony, yeah, so anxious, yeah, as well. Um, who else is in there? I think uh, I don't know Marvin Gaye, Howard, Adina Howard, <laughs> Howard T-shirt. Howard, you're and taking it back. You take, right? I mean, you got you need. You know, when they talked about it, they talked about it like for real, for real. Uh, I think um, Chris Brown. What is that record he has? I'm gonna make you wet, wet the bed. Oh yeah. yeah, wet the bed, wet the bed. That's a, yeah, that's a good record. And um, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what else. So <laughs> you ha- you have, I mean, those are pretty sensual artists, like they're yeah. known, you know, for their sexuality and for mm-hmm. getting you, you know, in the mood. Exactly. Okay, so what's better? I told you we're gonna get, you know, hot and spicy over okay. here. Making love to music or to porn? What's hotter for you? Making love to porn? Mm-hmm. Like, I you know, put, I... popping in a tape, <laughs> getting it on, trying to practice those moves that you see on the screen. Yeah. I don't think I've ever made love to porn. <laughs> what? You're missing out. Wow. That, that I gotta try that. I definitely gotta Nothing try making love to porn. Quicker. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, it's okay. I've never tried it either. You so don't feel bad. Love to porn? I think I would be too distracted if I was. Right. I'd be looking up and look like, uh, all right, honey, get in that position. I always now. felt like this, I always make the moves. I always felt like I porn in social settings became comedy. Like I don't know for me and and just the people that I've ever tried to watch porn with, it just always became like comedic i don't know why i just didn't have the same feel so it's all i'll have to choose music i have to choose like you know number 17 on somebody's album which uh, never single but everybody knows it you know okay let's yeah. talk about ego a little bit have you ever had sex to your own music though tell the truth because <laughs> that is really i'm not gonna say that it's not vain but you know what I've, 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 <laughs> I've done things to my friend's music which is <laughs> no, for, like friends, like because of course I have friends who make music and, and they have they have good songs. Like other songs. Is that a little weirdo with like your boy singing over the hook while you're putting <laughs> the word? No, 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 no. no. It just that, seems a little awkward. It was, it was, like, it was definitely, it was definitely like, a female friend. I know, right? Hey, it was I, definitely a female friend. I did. It wasn't me singing, but it was I wrote on the song. So, oh, okay. Oh, that's pretty I don't know cool. if that's yeah. different. Yeah, no, <laughs> that that does make it a lot different. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, because you were obviously inspired by something and it brought you back there while exactly. you were listening to the music. Yeah. I love it. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as far as relationships are concerned, because okay. it's this is a hard industry to be in and maintain a relationship, you know, right. to keep your to keep your sexual life or your dating life uh, private. Mm. How do you how do you do that as a musician and as an artist? Because you have to use your own experiences in your music. How do you right. keep any privacy? I think I've always felt like anybody's personal business is their business. You know what I mean? Even if they tell you their business, it still belongs to them. You know, so I've always been like just a private person. And when it's your business, I feel like you can tell who you want to tell, how you want to tell, mm-hmm. you know, and it might be through your music. And that's how I want to share with you what I've experienced. You know what I mean? And just, you, I don't want to say like, well, just take that. Don't ask, don't necessarily ask for more, but I kind of want to say that at the same time, you know, just take that. I, I'll, I'll share. I'll share. I'll continue to share. I won't be selfish, but uh, don't be selfish either. Let me, mm-hmm. you know, do it at my own, my own pace. You know what I mean? So that's how I kind of think about it. Um, and I, I don't know, in this industry, I really think that it takes, two people who understand each other it's like you know people say i don't like to date within the industry but then at the same time it's like well somebody not in the industry doesn't understand your right. schedule yeah they don't understand you're at the studio and they're like 
well, what does that mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how long does it take for you to write a song? Like, you know what I mean? They don't understand that. And so it's kind of like, I really do think it takes somebody who understands. Well, how do you deal with jealousy with your partner? I mean, you, you're, you're making music. Your hours are crazy. Mm -hmm. You're constantly around beautiful women. I mean, how, how are you, how are you making your partner feel secure at home? Uh, that's really hard to do. I think it's hard to do if there's someone who doesn't feel secure, Mm -hmm. you know, feel secure within within the relationship because of past experiences or whatever case may be. I think that's really hard to do. I've always felt like, you know, you know, when people get jealous about exes or like your ex hit you up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. my my (laughs) mentality. Yeah, my mentality is like, well, you know, I kind of broke up with my ex so if i wanted my ex back i could be back with my ex but i'm mm-hmm. not you know what i mean and that just lets you know that i would have never been in this relationship if i wanted to be with my ex right <laughs> you know that's just my mentality you know what i mean so i try and be logical about it and i try and be understanding too because everybody isn't but i don't so think cut and that dry. everybody gets that though i think some people need a little bit more that's true than than others will right. you go that extra mile to make your partner feel more secure if they're a little insecure um to a certain extent because i think <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think i think um after a while, it becomes nothing you can do about it. It becomes less about you and it becomes more about their past experiences or more about them. And, and it's like you are trying to adjust your behaviors or, or, or give certain things. And it really the root of it has nothing to do with you. And so you can't really necessarily fix it. Mm-hmm. You can try and help by being a good, you know, being a good boyfriend in, in a relationship. You can try and help. But you can't, I don't feel like you can fix that. You know what I mean? Because the root of it, you weren't even there for. You don't, yeah. you don't even know what happened. You don't even know. You have no clue what they were dealing with or what they were experiencing. You know? So hopefully you can help them get past that. But you can't fix it. Only they can. So in other words, girls, do not be coming to <laughs> men with your baggage. All right? <laughs> Deal with that. Leave the baggage alone before you come to the door. All right? We ain't got time for that. <laughs> Okay, talk a little bit about uh, romance, and because mm. you know you you're, you're you you can do R and B, you can do rap, you can dance. I mean, but can you be romantic? Like, is that something that you're capable of really doing, or are you just perpetrating in your music? No, 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 no. I'm I'm very, I'm definitely genuine within my music. I, I say how I feel. I say what I would want to do, or I say what I I've experienced. Um, I think romance is it's important. People like to feel special. You know what I mean? I think um, you just you just do certain things. I, I'm not the person who, you know, I don't know if I'm getting flowers all the time, but I'll get flowers. But I don't know if it's going to be all the time. You know what I mean? I can't commit to that, but I'll definitely, I definitely express how I feel through my actions. Why? You know? Why is it that some men feel like some women are worth it and not others? Who? Uh. Because, like, why do you guys wind up choosing who you guys choose in the first place? You know, like that to that question. I think it's probably different for a lot of people. You know what I mean? I think you need that. You need that friendship. You need that foundation. You need something more there than just anybody. You know, anybody you can come across, like you say, being around beautiful women all the time. Anybody you can come across and, 
you know, take home or something like mm-hmm. that. You need something that's a little bit more solid. Something. I need a good credit score. That's my prerequisite. <laughs> All right. There Just you go. <laughs> He's talking marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your FICO score? Right. right. <laughs> Let's go get oh. a car together. <laughs> <laughs> I do need a COA. <laughs> do you so do the take, take, uh, take them home to mama? Do you do that when, when, when you, uh, are serious with someone? Um. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done that in the <laughs> past. Um. The weird thing about my family is it's like people don't always bring the people that they're dating around. Mm. It's not. It's not common. It's kind of like you have to be a bit serious about this person, because mm. I have a I have a really big family. So you know, or they might get them confused with somebody else and ask them a question that was meant for somebody else you brought earlier who you aren't with anymore. And it could get kind of awkward. Ooh. <laughs> I've you had know? my mother do that. She's like, "Oh, I remember him." And I'm like, "That's not him." Mom. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is your that first is so time awkward too. Him. Yeah. yeah. So you got to be a little choosy with that. I think you should definitely take your time and make sure you're serious about the person and not just like, you know, this is the person I'm dealing with for this week. Let's go. You know, it's my cousin birthday. Pretty much. Yeah. I 100% yeah. agree. I cannot yeah. 100% agree anymore with you on that. You know, definitely. You know, when you start, it starts sending mixed signals to them too. If you're right. taking every chick uh, to meet your mom and dad you know they're starting to think they're the one if you're just playing around with them Mm -hmm. and i think that's not being authentic genuine to them so just take the one to mom that you feel that passionate about right Right. exactly you're gonna put the ring on it eventually exactly Exactly. and you also want them to take whoever you bring around seriously exactly if you bring around a lot of people they're just gonna just think they're just anybody right the family's like oh here's another one exactly you know what i mean and then you don't take their relationship seriously it's like oh if they're talking about the issues like with who i've met like 18 people like within a year i don't know (laughs) i don't take this seriously until you do i won't you know what i mean well we have some serious questions for you we're gonna wrap things up in just a second but on love on top we always have a different artist come in that has to give us the nitty-gritty the naked truth okay Uh so the Uh naked truth are a series of questions where we just ask you. You have to give us an honest answer. Right. If you feel uncomfortable, too bad. <laughs> well, there you go. There you have it. Okay, biggest turn on sexually. Go. Um, good kissing. Ooh, I like yeah. a man who likes to kiss. Okay, do you that ever kiss and tell? Do you ever kiss and no. then go back to your friends like, yeah, hit that? No, not really, no. You're very private. I'm a okay. very private person. All right, drunk <laughs> sex or sober sex? Drunk. <laughs> buzzed. Buzzed. Buzz sex. I like champagne. Buzz. Oh, okay. So champagne does it for him, ladies. Yeah. If you see him out in the club, send him a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh industry crush that you would crush. Who industry in the industry do you think I is super crush. hot? And if you could take him down, you would. You know who I think is hot? I think Tiana Taylor's hot. Oh, okay. I think Deanna Taylor is actually really, really hot. I think she she kind of crept up on everybody though. Unexpected. Yeah, unexpectedly, and then you like you follow her on Instagram or something. You see Instagram posts, you're like, oh wow, wait a minute. Right. I didn't know she had all that. <laughs> oh wow. All right, last Everything question. Everything comes together. Yeah. Are you a cuddler? Are you a sleeper? Are you an eater after sex? Cuddle and eat. Cuddle and eat? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm doing eat. both. Uh-huh. But what exactly are you eating? No, I'm just ah. <laughs> but, uh, but, shh, Okay. All right. You, you did good. You answered all the naked truth questions okay. um, very honestly. And so we appreciate that. Now, we have to wrap up. We want to make sure that you guys check out Tuco. Whenever you uh, get an opportunity, download his album. Tuco, mm-hmm. where can they get your album at? You can get my album at itstuco.com. I-T-S-T-U-K-O.com. Okay. 
right. Yes. And then if they want to pull up your videos or go to your website, how can they reach you? It's Tuco.com. Everything's on there. You want to follow me on Twitter? It's it's Tuco.com. You want to follow me on Instagram? It's Tuco. Um, everything, all my hands are It's Tuco. I-T-S-T-U-K-O. Everything. Instagram everything. and Twitter. Try to keep it simple. You know what I mean? I don't want to make it difficult. Okay. Well, there you guys have it. An amazing artist, singer, rapper, yes. producer, dancer, choreographer, love maker, <laughs> Tuco in the building, y'all. I'm your Renaissance host. man. <laughs> yeah. I'm your host, Spicy Madi. You can play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at Spicy underscore Madi. Yeah. And Kevin, where can they find you? I'll give a job. You can find me on Twitter at HeyKevinJohn, on Instagram at HeyKevinJohn, on my website, itskevinjohn.com. Got the oh. it's from you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Not really, but still. And thank cool. you, Tuco, for coming in. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Kristen, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.